0: podcast presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The host purpose is to suggest some possible explanation but not necessarily the only answer to paranormal phenomena. We have not yet begun to touch the surface into these supernatural occurrences. With that being said, welcome to the Paranormal Journal. Good evening everybody
1: and welcome to the Paranormal Journal with John and Don. What's up Don?
2: Hey what's going on? What's up brother? Not a whole lot. How are you? Another wonderful Friday evening. Absolutely. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the week is over, homeboy. Yay. Always look towards, yeah. Look forward to Fridays, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, man, I like kicking the Fridays off with uh, some paranormal stuff. I wish we were investigating tonight, but... Uh, it's coming soon. So we're jumping oh, yeah. back in this saddle. We got plenty of stuff that's going to be happening. So I'm pumped, man. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, dude. It's going to be fun, man. So tonight, man, we're just going to have a, a little open mic kind of thing. And, uh, do do a bunch of stuff on like paranormal stuff, like uh, UFOs, Bigfoot. Uh, talk about a whole variety of things, man. Because I'm into all that stuff, man. To be honest, I don't know about you, but I'm all into uh, ghosts, UFOs, cryptids.
2: Oh yeah, when I was a little kid, man, I that's all I would normally read it would be about aliens and Bigfoot and the uh, Loch Ness monster and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely into that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and if there's any listeners out there that's uh, that's, uh, just tuning in, you definitely come in the chat room, and if you got anything to, uh, you want to tell a story about something that you've seen that was paranormal, or UFO, or cryptid, hey, come on in the chat and uh, give us a call in and uh, tell us your story, because I'd definitely like to hear it. But uh, I was checking out some stuff, uh, reading, uh, I was reading some stuff online, actually, about this giant, that they killed over in Afghanistan. Did you you read anything about that?
2: Uh, No, but I've had heard them saying that they had uh, had. uh, I don't think it was in Afghanistan. I'm not sure where it was, but they had uh, dug up some bones and stuff that were like giant size. I'm not sure where it was located at this. This was,
1: this was incredible. A uh, special forces. Uh, soldier came out and said that they killed a giant in Afghanistan. No shit. In Kandahar. Yeah. Well, what happened was they had a, Uh, uh, yeah, man, I was reading it. It is freaking awesome. Uh, I was reading that they they had sent this uh, special ops uh, into, into the mountains in uh, Kandahar and they went missing. So they sent another, another crack unit in to find them. Well, you know, they're going through the mountains and uh, they come across their gear and their weapons and stuff. And it's like all spread about the land and they find radios and they know that this is this is the squad they, you know, they, be, they they they're missing. This is this is them. This is their gear. It's United States uh, equipment. So they get up to the base of this cliff and it's a it's a it's a big sheer drop off and there's an opening like a cave. And, uh, before they know it, man, this giant, like, uh, I think they said it was like a 15 foot giant comes wow. out of the cave with a spear and spears. One of the guys, one of the, uh, special forces guys spears him, like skewers him with a spear and kills him, kills one of the special forces guys. Holy and, cow. Uh, dude, they unload on this thing, man. They said it was like 15 foot, uh, had red hair, uh, a bit, uh, primitive tools, you know, like a, like a spear mm-hmm. and it had, uh, six, six fingers, six toes, but they unloaded on this guy and like, and I think it was like over a minute. Like they just gave it everything it had that they had, but their weapons, I mean, these are high tech weapons we have nowadays. this ain't like back in the day, you know, like some little single shot powder. They let them have it. Dude, they had, <laughs> they right, had artillery. Right. Yeah. So they smoked him, man. They killed him. And uh, yeah, then the government came in and um, they flew, they flew him out of there. They, they put him in a cargo net and they took him, they took the giant. Yeah.
2: We don't know where they, we have no idea where they took him though. Right? No,
1: they, they, they know they put him in a hangar somewhere and uh, they never seen that thing again, but they said it had like fire red hair, 15 foot tall. And it, it killed one of the special forces guys. And they wind wow. up when they killed him, when they stabbed him with the uh, spear, kind of skewered him with the spear. They uh, they unloaded on him. Wow!
2: And they, they killed him. Yeah. I said, like, "Wow, man, that's pretty cool." Yeah, it's like David and Goliath type thing, you know.
1: Yeah, man, and and I heard that there. You know, I was reading that the the, you know, the people over there say that there are giants in the mountains over there. Yeah. That are still alive. Wow, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy, right? I, I was, I actually watched it. It was on YouTube. This soldier was telling a story They had his face all blocked out because he was afraid of, you know, reprimands from the, from the military, but he told the story. It was pretty convincing. I was like, wow. Yeah. And, really. it, it makes sense, man. There's a lot of stuff out here. We really don't know what's yeah. out here like Bigfoot UFOs. I mean, we're just now starting to get into the part where the government now knows that they can't hide that there are UFOs.
2: Wow. Yeah. I mean, look at area 51, they've been hiding that forever. Well, they can't hide
1: it now because everybody has cell phones and we're able to record this stuff back then, you know, they didn't have it.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know, so they could, they could make up a lie about a weather balloon. They can't make up a lie now, man. With too much technology. Everybody has a phone. Everybody has a camera.
2: It's there, man. You can't, they can't hide it anymore. I don't know. I don't understand why they're trying to hide all this stuff. Just bring it out in the open, you know, just let it, I mean, I don't understand why they just keep everything hidden. Just let everybody know what's going on. Cause of a natural fear of people freaking out. Yeah, that's true.
1: Rioting. And then, you know, just like remember uh, the, the radio show that war of
2: the worlds, people freaked out behind that radio show and thought the aliens were invading the earth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at all the technology we have nowadays, though, you know? Yeah. It just really makes you wonder where all this is coming from, especially like aircraft and things of that nature.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I I, I worked down near um, Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland a lot, and, uh, dude, I see some of those fighters that come out of there, and I see one that looked like a diamond. It was cool looking. Wow. It was it was flying with uh, the navy planes the do uh, the, the, the aerial stuff the, uh, the the blue angels blue angels yeah yeah it was flying with them oh okay yeah it was cool man I mean that thing was doing some super crazy aerial stuff it was well better than those blue uh, blue angel fighters well well it was way better wow. Uh, yeah, I was like, wow, this is cool, man. I was like, I was working. I looked up, I'm like, whoa, that's cool. and super loud. <laughs> it was super yeah. loud, too, man.
2: Yeah, this is. It looks like a diamond almost, man. Like, it's cool looking, man. It is awesome. Well, look at the stealth bombers and stuff. Look how they look. You know, they look like alien technology if you really look at them. Oh, yeah. They're weird looking. They are. They just don't look normal to me. I'm telling you, man. I, I I watched that thing with the giant. Though. I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, like I said, I I know I've seen documentaries of stuff like where they had uh, uncovered bones of these giant, this giant person, uh, but I forget where I saw that at. But it may it really makes you wonder, though, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, you know they you know there's a big giant footprint in the side of a cliff, right? No, I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yeah. Where was that at? Some,
1: I cannot remember where the hell I seen that at, but uh, I seen pictures of it, and it's a giant footprint in the side of a mountain. It's a footprint.
2: Without Are we, talk, are we talking like, like bigger than like Bigfoot type size? Oh or? yeah, yeah, it's yeah. big, dude. Oh yeah, it's big. Wow. It's really big. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> This word of ours is so crazy. You know, There's just oh, so yeah. much stuff that's unknown. Yeah, it's insane, man. Like the stuff that
1: that's out here, we have no idea, man. We don't even know how big the universe is, you know? No, no. Our scientists, know. our scientists act like they know what they're talking about, the universe. If you can't go
2: out and explore it, how in the hell do you know what it's even about? Right, exactly. I mean, even this, what's that new telescope that uh, telescope they have up there now. I oh yeah, they, well, just,
1: they wanted to shout up there.
2: Yeah, the big yeah, one. yeah, they just said that they could see the farthest galaxy out there. How the fuck do you know that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I dude, like,
2: how, how far is the furthest galaxy? You know, what I mean, like you know, we have no idea how big the universe is. No, absolutely not. I mean this this universe is like, I mean, it's never ending. There's no way in hell they can tell. Yeah, what's a stop universe, sign at right?
1: the end? Here's the end of the universe, there's a stop sign.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it stops right here. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, it says it stops. you look, know, says the right. end. See? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: That's yeah, that's okay. how that's how simple minded we still are, though. You know what I mean?
2: That's true, we are. That
1: we can't yeah. grasp the fact that there's probably no end to the universe. There's probably billions upon billions upon billions of, of Earths and
2: galaxies and
1: we have no clue.
2: Well, yeah, you think of all these. You think of all the stars that are out there, and every one of those stars is a sun, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so how many, how what many planets awesome. are around, <laughs> are around those stars? You know that have some type of life to them that we oh, don't yeah. know about.
1: Yeah, it's insane, man. You you look up at the sky and you're like, wow, especially at night if you go somewhere where it's really clear, where there's yeah. no pollution, like go up to the mountains. And uh, like, like if you go to Shenandoah or something like that, and you're up in the mountains and you look up, it is nothing but stars, man. And you're like, wow, it's like endless stars. You know? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty amazing, man. When you look up there and you see all those those stars, and you're like, Phew, we're definitely not the only people in the whole universe. There's there's no way. I mean, oh, how no big way. is the universe?
2: Yeah, I mean, we don't know. I mean, there's there's got to be other life forms out there other than us. It's, it's, it would make no sense to me. Why yeah. would we be the only ones out there? The only life form, the entire universe uh, to be out there is just, it's insane to me.
1: Oh yeah. I'd say, I man, when I seen that UFO, when I was a kid, that was, that was a, a life changing thing for me. Like it totally changed everything of what I believed. I was, you know, you watch star Wars and you watch stuff like that and you're like, yeah. Ah, yeah, that's a pretty cool movie, you know, it's a movie, but then when you see one of these things in real life and it takes off like a movie, you're like, how the hell did the, how did the movies know these things could take off that fast? Right. Unless someone told them,
2: told these producers yeah, and I you mean, know,
1: stuff like that, you know what I mean?
2: Well, it makes me wonder that too. It's like, what kind of uh, technology that we got from them? Like I said, with the area 51 and all that stuff that happened back in the day, you know, I still think we took some of their technology from them.
1: Oh yeah. Without a doubt, man. Everything we have now is, uh, it's all regenerated from like UFO craft. We're not smart enough to make this stuff, man. No
2: no, no way. No way. We needed no need help, man.
1: We needed help without a doubt. We had, we had help. Absolutely. They reverse totally engineered stuff, you know. They they reverse engineered stuff, and you know, I mean, we went from bouncing leaps from when we were kids. I mean, when I was a kid, I still had a black and white TV. You know what I mean? Like I, they just invented the VCR when I was like, I don't know, seven, six yeah. or seven years old. The VCR was oh, invented. Yeah. And yeah. Look how we went from VCR to now.
2: Right. Exactly. I mean, pretty, we just got- pretty amazing yeah we've just come so far with technology nowadays i mean where are we at here with uh look just look at our cell phones alone look how much they can do dude it's a computer itself it is it's exactly what it is
1: your phone's a computer, a computer in your hand yeah who would ever thought you know back in the day you watched like uh i don't know if people are my age out there listening but yeah you know, I'm, I'm i'm almost 50 and Back in the day, when I used to watch like Get Smart and stuff like that, we didn't have cell phones back then. You know, they had he had a shoe phone. Yeah, <laughs> that was the closest thing to a cell phone. <laughs> he pulled out his exactly. shoe phone. They had a, they had the old, uh You know what I mean? It, it, dude, it's technology has advanced so much in a short bit of time that oh. it's scary. You know what I mean? It's scary, and now we got this thing that they've they've created over in Europe, uh, the CERN very sounds very dangerous very very dangerous Um and what is that CERN it's a um mm-hmm. it's where they create they're like creating energy and blasting molecules and they're doing all kinds of stuff man nobody really knows what they're doing they're just telling us what we want to hear you know what they want to tell us but yeah. a lot of people are saying they're trying to create like black holes and other dimensions and all kinds of stuff, man. So it's, it's really dangerous what they're doing. Yeah,
2: so they're, they're experimenting experiment with stuff that they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, they're, they're yeah.
1: creating, you know, all kinds of different stuff with physics. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's like a particle accelerator, it's all kinds of stuff, you know, it, they're, they're not really telling us exactly what it is. They're just telling, telling you what is safe to tell you, you know, yeah. what I mean, they're True. not telling us the truth, man. They never do. No, they never will. No. But, they're 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 into some stuff that's who knows? It could be time travel. It could be a whole
2: lot of things that they're not gonna tell us. Yeah. You know something I always wonder too is like, you ever think that do you ever think that we are the aliens on this earth? It's possible. Yeah. We could be some kind of hybrid. Yeah. I always thought that too, you know, it's, you figure that, I mean, it depends on what people's beliefs are out there, but just think about something. I think that's where all the different races come in at. I do too. Yeah. Yep. And the different religions too. I think, think about the, that. the
1: first people on this earth were of, uh, in, from Africa. Yep. Um, uh, they were dark skinned and, you know, and then these aliens cross with them. And now we have all these different off breeds of, yep. of, of nationalities.
2: I agree. And I, and just think about the religions too, that are out there.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: Their exactly. beliefs, their beliefs in different type of gods, you know, where did that come from? Well, did you ever see that interview that this
1: Colonel did? Uh, he was a Colonel in the army uh, back in when Eisenhower was president or no Truman, Truman was president and area 51 has been around since then. Mm. So He got called to Washington, talked to Truman, and they wanted to know what was going on at Area 51. This guy is describing this. He's on his deathbed. He's dying. So, you know, his secrecy level is now out the window. He doesn't care. He's going to die. He wanted people to know that there are really aliens. So he gets sent to Area 51 with his boss, and they go to Area 51. They want to know about these black op projects that's going on. They know there's blackout projects going on. They want to know what's going on. and That's the time when they were building the SR-71 spy plane. So they go to Area 51 and they tell them, look, the president wants to know what's going on. We want to see these blackout projects. He wants to be filled in on what's going on. And they flat out refuse him. They tell him, no, we're not telling you anything. We're not telling the president anything. Basically, go shit in your head. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So... They get on the horn, back to back to Truman, and tell him that they're not giving him any information, it's not going to happen, and they're kicking us out of Area 51. So <laughs> Truman tells them, you tell them this, if they don't give you the information that I want, we're going to send in the First Army to Area 51, and we're going to take the base over.
2: I think he I was vaguely going to send remember the that. first yeah.
1: army to yeah. take over area 51 because they wasn't, they, they didn't want to give up on the black ops operations that were going on. Right. That's insane. It is. I think I remember seeing
2: that on TV somewhere.
1: Yeah. He, it was, it was on YouTube. This guy was, was literally dying. He was on his deathbed and he, he told this story and he said, when, once they told him that they let him in, they started showing the showing him the black ops projects and they even showed him. They even told him they had aliens on the base. And he introduced him to an alien. Okay. And he said the alien was small. It looked human-like, but it looked Asian. And its skin was gray. He said it didn't have any ears. It was Asian looking. Its skin was kind of gray, wrinkled up gray. Um, But he said it was an alien and it it was short. It had no ears. Uh, The lips were smaller, really small nose. He said, but it was, it was an alien and wow. it, it, it didn't correspond. Like we do like talking, it was communicating through them with telepathy.
2: Yeah. Like telepathically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, they couldn't talk, but they could communicate telepathically. That's crazy. And that's, you know, you, you heard stories. We've heard stories like that forever. And we never knew if that was true or not, but you have to believe this guy because he had top clearance secrets. You know, he had top clearance, he had top secret clearance, to
2: all of this stuff. Right, and he's on his deathbed, so what? He's does he dying. Have to lose. What, what are they going to do to him?
1: They they can't kill him now. He's going to die anyway. So he exactly, was he was going to spill the beans before he passed. He did pass away, and uh, I'm glad he got the story out there because that's amazing. But he was they, Truman was going to send in the first
2: army to take over Area 51. It was going to happen. I do remember that. I remember something that I was watching about that. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: I mean, this government that they had out there, it was basically the government within itself and it was governing itself. Basically told him to go blow, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm not trying to give you anything until they, you know, he said, we're going to send in the army and take the base over. That's when they figured out that he's for real, we better give up the information. And uh, there were alien crafts on the uh, base as well that they were reverse engineering. Wow. Yeah. That was, that was way, that was back in the in Truman era. That's crazy. It is. This is how long that they've been reverse engineering alien crafts. It It may be longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it starts, it stems from the Roswell crash. It all stems from that. That whole incident was real. Well, it, it wasn't a weather that... balloon. It wasn't the all this weather balloon crap. It was a real
2: alien craft. Yeah, I believe that myself. I mean, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. Too many witnesses. Yep, that seen it. Yep,
1: for them to say it was a, uh, it was a weather balloon. It, it's just, and now you know, there's more than one alien craft that's crashed. In, you know, around the country there has been one in Kecksburg, uh, Pennsylvania which isn't far from us. How far is that? It's not very far. It's maybe like two hours from us.
2: Oh, I didn't even know about that.
1: Going up near um, Flight 93. Oh, That's okay. where it's at. up near there, okay. yeah. Right. It's not far. Yeah, it's not far at all. And, uh, and you start getting up that way, now you start talking about aliens, you're talking about Bigfoot. There's a lot of Bigfoot sightings up up that way.
2: See, you start sense.
1: going toward the northwest, up yeah. there, man, like Ohio
2: yep you're talking uh potter county that kind of area up north where it's all wooded areas it's prime primary for bigfoot that's for sure yeah i,
1: I remember when i went to canada on a fishing trip and we flew in it was a it was a in lodge you had to fly in the middle of the wilderness and they drop you off for like a week so if you get mauled by a bear you're pretty much you're gonna die so <laughs> you know, he's like well, uh, we'll pick you up in a week eh i'm like what do you mean yeah. he's like Oh yeah. We drop you off. And yeah. So, we, you know, they drop us down on the lake. You know, if they, it's a flying lake, you, you land on the, on the water with this plane.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, first time I've ever been on a plane, we drove all the way in the middle of Ontario and uh, it was a 20, <laughs> 25 hour drive. It was ridiculously oh, long. God.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. My, yeah. my ass was killing me by the time I got. I was like, man, when the hell are we going to get here? And, uh, it's my first time ever on a plane. It's one of those single engine planes, you know, and uh, uh-huh. I'm nervous. And, they, and and my friends, you know, they're nice and cool and they stick me on the door. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm liking <laughs> this. I'm on yeah. the door, right? So we're up, right. a single engine plane. We got all this gear. We're flying over like vast wilderness. There's nothing around but woods. I mean, you can see why there might be a Bigfoot there, you know what I mean? But it's just nothing but woods everywhere. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, we come up, we come up, and he's uh, this pilot. He's, you know, Mr. Smarty Pants. He's over here doing, thinking he's, you know, with the uh, the Blue Angels he's doing, uh, kicking it up on the side. I'm on the door. I'm like, oh, God. Hey, man. Yeah. Stop doing that. He's like, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong? Hey, I'm like, hey, hey. Hey, yeah, hey. Stop cool it. doing that shit there. I don't like that. <laughs> I said, is my first time on a plane in this. We land this thing safely, I'm gonna kill you, dude. <laughs> and uh we get to the lake. Yeah. We get to the lake, you're at it as soon as we get to the cabin, there's a bear by the cabin. You know, I'm like Oh, great. first time I've ever seen a bear in the wild. I'm like, oh wow, there's there's a bear right by the cabin. Great. And uh I just remember right. it was it was cool, you know. It was so cool. Canada's so vast with wilderness and uh well, yeah. I just I just remember going into the woods and, and you know, I've always been into Bigfoot. So you know, I'm walking through the woods, and it's so dark in in the middle of the daytime, dude. It's the woods are so dense, you couldn't see something that was five foot in front of you, if you were in, if you were really looking for it. So right. could these things survive? You know, up, oh, most definitely, most definitely. I, I mean, dude, those woods are so dense. There could have been a bear ten feet in front of me, and I wouldn't have seen it.
2: Right, and that's I wouldn't thing. have
1: seen it until it was too late. Or a moose, like moose will stomp you to death. Barrel attack you. I mean, they got the whole trifecta up there that can kill you. Um, <laughs> the yeah, mosquitoes and... will pick you up and fly you away. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus, but I tell you, it's a beautiful place though. Really beautiful, oh, yeah, I had Canada. Yeah, for time. sure. Yeah, my head was on a swivel, like 360, walking through those woods and stuff, but. She had to walk through the woods to get to the other lakes and stuff to, to get fishing. And, uh, I'm like, this is scary, dude. Like you can't see anything. You see bear scat, you're seeing moose scat. You're like, this is fresh. <laughs> like, <laughs> she scratches on trees. You're like, yeah, this is, uh, not cool. I don't have any kind of protection with me. I'm like, oh, I'm scared. But, uh, my whole time thinking, I'm just like Bigfoot. could definitely live here, with without a doubt. And you would never even know it, right? You, you would never see him unless she, he wanted you to see him, or it, or her, or whatever it is, you know.
2: Yeah, I think those too. I mean, if it wants to show itself, it's going to. If not, it's just going to stay in the woods. You're never even going to know it's there unless it's throwing shit at you. Now I've heard they yeah. throw rocks and stuff at people. No, they they, got, they have any? a big they have a big foot uh that they've
1: seen around around here where we are uh they call it the uh Alba
2: have you heard of that i think i'd have heard of that yeah the name sounds familiar you know where they've seen in that was at that chicky rocks
1: in, in columbia that's where it's been spotted oh, at. That... yeah okay we're cl- really close to us dude like not far Wow. uh supposedly, uh, I know a lot of people have seen it and it dates back to the 1800s, where people have seen this thing at Chicky Rocks. And uh, it's like a smaller version of a Bigfoot like, it's like four foot tall.
2: Yeah, like a miniaturized. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about yeah. that. Yeah, I, never, I did. I never
1: even knew about it. until I went to a paranormal conference in Columbia, me and Carl went there. Uh, he, Carl told me about it. We went there. And uh, they actually want us to do a, a lecture there we did a speech there and uh it was uh, it was crazy i was like i never even heard of this alba twitch or whatever <laughs> I was like I never what's the alba twitch They're like
2: almost it's sounds like, like miniature bigfoot i'm like huh it's almost like... it'
1: almost sounds like
2: yeah it almost sounds like a german miniature bigfoot or something you know yeah the like, <laughs> twitch I, don't,
1: I i never heard of it i was like why am i why am i just hearing this now yeah like, yeah well you know chickie rocks was like of course yeah i know where it's at he's like well, a lot of sightings have been seen there, multiple sightings over a over century, you know. So it goes back, goes back a long way from when they've been seeing this thing. I've never seen it. I go fishing by there all the time in, uh, in my boat and stuff. I'm, I've never seen anything. But the Native Americans were seeing it, too, all up and down the uh, the Susquehanna River and stuff. Okay. Yeah, they were all seeing it. I don't know who named it the albache, which I think it's recent.
2: That's interesting. Not really, that's it's fascinating. Weird.
1: Actually,
2: yeah. So much weird stuff, man. I mean, but there's there's so much shit out there that we have no idea about. You know, if you're really oh, think about yeah. it. Yeah, man. I mean, some
1: of the UFOs and stuff that people are seeing out there, incredible. Yeah, totally incredible. People are really videoing them too, man. Like you, you go to that uh, that show. Uh, what's it? Uh, Paranormal Caught on Camera.
2: Mm-hmm. Some yeah, I think people, I have watched a few things on there.
1: Some of those people capture the most amazing UFO stuff. They captured one in Philly. Uh, it looked like a cloud. Did you see that one? And it was oh. thrown off. It had lights in it. It looked like a cloud, almost like something was cloaked around. It, was, it made a cloud. Okay. And the craft was inside the cloud like cloaked. But the, the cloud had all these lights lighting up in it like like orbs and they were, it was like, like electric static, dude. It was cool. So it was like, and it was, in- it was moving independently of other clouds. It wasn't moving with the clouds. It was moving against the clouds, huh.
2: but it looked so like a cloud. So it like was in- like cool. independence day or something like that.
1: Yeah. And it turned, yeah. it would turn and go different directions. And it was, it was weird. You see it. You're like, that is, there's definitely a craft behind that, that we can't see. Hmm. You can see the, uh, almost like Predator, you know how how he, when he showed himself and it would make that crackly light kind of thing when he came out of his camouflage? Oh
2: yeah, yeah.
1: That's kind of what the cloud looked like. It had these crackly lights in it. It was cool, dude. I've never seen anything like that before. That's strange. I watched that on that um, paranormal call on camera. I was like, whoa, man, that's really, really cool. That's weird. Yeah, dude. And then people were filming it like, whoa, what is that? I'm like, that is a UFO for sure. And it wasn't high off the ground either. Maybe, maybe a thousand feet, maybe. A thousand feet off the ground is not high. No, it's it's basically, it's basically what you would fly a radio
2: controlled like airplane at. Yeah. Or something like that, like a thousand feet. I remember seeing something uh I forget what show I was watching about like a they had like a it must look like a medieval castle in the clouds. Do you remember seeing something like that?
1: Yes, I do. Sort of like Flash Gordon.
2: Remember Flash Gordon? He had that city in the, in the clouds. Yeah, something that like was that. That was crazy. When I saw that, I'm like cuz that's what it looks like. It looks like an old castle back in who you know, 14, 1500s. You know that's literally in the sky that's like right, it's I, some amazing stuff i couldn't believe what i when i saw that on tv i'm like is that is that for real or what <laughs> yeah yeah if any of you listeners are out there
1: uh you want to come in the chat room come in the chat room interact with us uh if you want to call in tell us your story about a ufo a bigfoot you've seen or or a ghost anything uh yeah come in the chat room call in we definitely want to hear your story but uh yeah man um it's just amazing. Some of the stuff that's out there that we really have
2: no idea. Well, I what mean, the hell's out there. I mean, look at the Loch Ness monster, for example, Nessie, look how long she's been around, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. <dude. laughs> you, oh yeah. And you know what I think about that? I, I mean, I've always been, you know, a big dinosaur fan. I mean, think, think about that. It could be a, like a, like descendant of a dinosaur of some type that was trapped in that yeah. lake, you know, for all we know. Well, that doesn't, doesn't blackness go out to the ocean. It does. Yeah. And then I think yeah. over time, I think over time they were saying it just kind of, the land just kind of come, you know, combined itself and then it would turn into that lake and that would make sense to me. But well, who knows
1: way. if there's nothing, you know, there might be some kind of holes that go from land to the ocean that they don't know because the lock the lock is pretty deep
2: that's true yeah it could be like a big cave or something that we don't know about yeah
1: we have yeah. no idea man like yep. i don't even think they, they haven't even surfed the ocean for for some you know we we haven't even touched the surface of what's in the ocean
2: oh no no way we're not even where close to that <laughs> yeah and now
1: they're talking about there there might still be uh megalodons around and stuff like that now that uh we're having this weird climate change and everybody seems to think it's uh global warming and all this stuff but you know the earth's been going through changes for millions of years man
2: yeah it doesn't it doesn't
1: yeah. it, it doesn't have anything well, to do with global warming it's just the earth is changing
2: right and think i think something though too that you were just saying talking about that thinking about up at uh you know with global warming and all this stuff with the up in antarctica where the the ice itself is breaking apart right we don't know what's in there you know if something could be frozen in time and all of a sudden it's just like that ice melts and it comes back to life for all we know <laughs>
1: yeah who the hell knows
2: man i know think about it
1: i know they they um, i've read something where they had a a mission uh, the army or something did a mission and they went to the arctic circle way back i think maybe in the 40s I can't I can't I cannot remember what the hell they name they called the uh name of that mission, but uh allegedly they discovered a UFO base in Antarctica. Okay. And our our government decided the, the best thing to do was to fire on it and uh they got their asses whooped by huh. UFOs.
2: <laughs> Basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, they got their asses whooped by UFOs and uh they retreated back back you know to the states and uh, it was reported by their higher up and uh, I think they totally uh, knocked him out of the history books of uh, so sort of kind of discrediting discrediting what you know they encountered but uh, I heard that uh, they got wiped out yeah and that's that's pretty it's pretty crazy man.
2: It is crazy to
1: think about it. I mean, we people see UFOs every day on a daily basis now, and uh, you don't see any, you don't hear about anything that's hostile. You know, what I mean, even the one I see when I was a kid, it wasn't hostile. I and mean, it, it, the funny thing about it is, it's like it knew that I could see it or some. It was just weird because when I pointed at it, it took off, like incredible speed, man. Like there's. Like I said, man, it's just something I'll never forget. I was actually lucky that I—I I was just at the right place at the right time, man. You know what I mean? And uh, well, to, yeah. to witness that is—I'm telling you—if you have ever seen the UFO, if anybody out there's listening's ever seen the UFO, it's one of the most uh, incredible moments in your life because you're like—it's the realization that there's something else out there besides us. You know, it's—it's it's that big moment that. Oh my God! <laughs> there's yeah. uh,
2: there's something else out there. You know what I mean? Well, there's got to be. There's no way we, like I said, we could be the only species out there in the world. I mean, it's or in the universe, it's impossible. If you think about it.
1: Oh yeah, there's there's no way. There's there's definitely uh, there's definitely other planets, other life. Uh, if you think there's not, then you know not really thinking too logical if we're here there's there's other places man there's there's other life other life forms i can mean, I, I can't imagine what some of it looks like it's probably pretty incredible yeah to go to some of these planets and see see the, the life that's on other planets it's probably uh pretty amazing
2: it would be amazing to see that unfortunately we will never see it <laughs>
1: <laughs> not in our <laughs> lifetime. No. Eventually, eventually, one day I think uh, there'll be uh, some kind of cross communication between us and them. It, I'm sure it's already happened with them and our government, you know. But the government's not going to ever fess up to that. No, they, they won't. Never, They'll never let that out. Nah, they're only letting it out the bag now because they have no choice. Because you have so many people that are whistleblowing it now uh, that are major, majorly up into. Uh, rank in the military, and you know, the government, they can't hide it anymore. They yeah. can't hide it. And they know they can't hide it. Too many cell phones, too many higher upers that are, uh, are blowing a whistle on it. And now you got video evidence to back it up. Yep, that's
2: right. We do. So why hide it? I that's, that's, that's my point is like, why are we keeping it such a damn secret? I don't understand that. It's like, you know, I feel like as Americans we need to have we have a right to know what's going on. Yeah, you know, don't why why keep it so secret? Dude, you share government now? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. It's
1: ridiculous, <laughs> man. They've got they've got I mean, our look, country in, in such a turmoil right now. It's it's just yeah everybody hating each other. Um, that's how there's yeah, no unity no unity in our in our country anymore. It's it's sad. And you know, they want it that way. The government wants it that way. They really do. They're probably listening to us right now trying to gonna send some MIBs I'll to our houses or something. <laughs> it's like freeze. Yeah, I go outside and some some MIBs hiding in the woods at my house or something. Be like, hey, there's some my bees, i put on that Will Smith song.
2: Here comes
1: the man in black. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, that's what it reminds me of too, you know? <laughs> yeah. But you know, if they come uh, on my
1: property, they're dead wrong and they're probably going to get shot. So yeah, you might want to stay off my property.
2: <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, me too. You don't want to come on yeah. either. <laughs> I am a gun owner and I yeah. will use it. Yeah, uh, me, so me please too. stay, off,
1: stay <laughs> off my property. Uh, there, there's too many wackos out here nowadays. And, uh, I, I will use my firearm to defend my family that's for sure yep. and, me and um, you both it's just uh, i don't know man you know i have watched some of these other shows and uh they they talk about the Bigfoot experience like that uh, what's that? that Bigfoot expedition and uh those are pretty fascinating too man like they're really trying to find the bigfoot
2: they've they've come close a couple of times yeah. on that show you watch that that expedition bigfoot uh, it's been a while, but I've watched you know certain things like that, similar to that. They've, they've caught some cool stuff on thermal imaging, man, which is really and some really
1: good audio of of these things uh, making noise, making their grunts and their growls and. Well, they make that like that whoop whoop sound, don't they? Yeah, it's like a like a, yeah. a like a great ape would make, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they got to be in some sorts of um, of a great ape of some sort. You know what I mean? Yeah, some kind of you know passed down from like Gigantopithecus or or something like that. It's definitely a bipedal creature. I I believe in bigfoot one hundred percent.
2: Well, I, I I believe that. Think that's partly where we came from. Well, you know that one guy
1: uh who's the hell the what the hell is the bug guy's name? That gets bit by all the bugs.
2: Oh yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, I know you know he, found he just found a—you know he found
1: a skull, right?
2: No, I didn't know that. He found a skull in
1: Canada, and he snuck it back into the United States. He found a ape skull in the woods in Ontario or something like that somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. He found wow. it. Yep, and he snuck it out of there. Put- Yep. Yeah, I mean, he should have probably not say he snuck it out of there, but he no <laughs> he spilled the beans and said he snuck it out of Canada, which is uh against the law to take anything out of their country without permission. Uh, so, yeah, I would say so. That is a country. That's not the United States there, buddy. Nope.
2: So, that He's is crazy. another country. He's crazy enough for getting stung or bit by half the stuff that he... Uh, oh, gets, yeah. yeah.
1: He stung by this war ant with a 17-inch stinger. You know, <laughs> no thanks yeah no I'm not gonna endure that kind of pain for a TV show Uh Native you no know, I, I watched him on YouTube a lot he does that i tell you what to man if if that's a real skull it's probably a Bigfoot skull all he found was a skull he didn't find anything else yeah so if you know they run DNA on I think they're really gonna be able to tell what the hell it was yeah That is going to be
2: pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I mean, but think how much it's finally a body. We've never had a body, no, you know, just think, think how much, uh, you know, endless wilderness is out there right now, still. Yeah, these things can hide in,
1: oh, especially like Canada, you know, you got the jungles down. I don't know if they've uh, talked about it too much in down like in South America with Bigfoot. Uh it's mainly up north, more north than it is down south, I think. But yeah. uh I mean you got the jungles down in South America and stuff like that, but then you got the great the great wilderness up in, you know, Alaska and Canada, you know, Ontario, deep in Ontario. So
2: well, dude, then you got you got the yeti too that's a whole other issue but yeti that's in asia right yeti yeah that's in asia yeah Yeti. yeti to me is similar to bigfoot they're basically the same thing yeah they're like
1: what like the himalayan mountains and stuff like that
2: yep Yep. they're just like i guess
1: i watched a uh guy on a podcast uh man cannot remember the name of this it's been a while uh it might have been Joe rogan's podcast actually and there was a guy talking about, they were hiking in the Himalayan mountains. Mike Tyson was actually on the, on the video, on the podcast with this guy. Right. And he was talking about, they came across one of these Yetis, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was on the, on the, on the base of a, of a, a mountain. He said that thing that when they came across it, he said, it, it doesn't look like Bigfoot. He said, it looks like a wolf. Wow. Like a werewolf. Yeah. He said they came across it. It was standing on two feet, looking at them, and it jumped like fifteen feet on a rock above on the mountain, and and scurried up the mountain. Jeez, fifteen foot jump. That's that's a hell of a jump, <laughs> dude. Fifteen foot. Some people might say, "Oh, that's not really a lot." Fifteen uh, foot is yeah, tall
2: that's that's tall man <laughs> yeah man it jumped feet said
1: it jumped at least 15 to 20 foot to a rock above and everybody he said everybody was just standing there like dumbfounded like I guess I guess so yeah they were like <laughs> what in the hell was that wow and he said it looked like a wolf like a werewolf exactly it's <laughs> exact words was he said it looked like a werewolf now, you know, the government is doing things. They're actually looking for stuff like ghosts, werewolves. They're looking for this stuff. They've hired, they've made a uh, division in their, in the government. I, they have, I didn't hear a name about it, but I know, you know, you know who they hired for the paranormal part of it, don't you?
2: I mean, guess Jason and them.
1: No, it was Bigelow. Um, it was Bigelow. Bigelow. Yeah, that's why they went out to Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. They went out there to do research with UFOs, these cryptids, these skinwalkers, like skinwalker werewolf kind of thing, because they said it kind of looks like a wolf out there as well. And all the the paranormal phenomena that was going on around Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. And that's why, you know what, they gave him... 20 million dollars to invest the government gave him 20 million dollars to research that ranch wow i would have did it for a million <laughs> <laughs> yeah you really had to no give him 20 million bro I want out there for a million yeah no shit. <laughs> 20 million right if the government's listening i will go to any paranormal place you want me to go to for 20 million dollars
2: yeah no shit.
1: <laughs> i will be there tomorrow send a plane i will be there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. $20 million he got. That's insane. To research Skinwalker Range. That is right down my alley, dude. Yeah. I'd do it. I'd do it tomorrow. I'd say, see, see you later, later, honey. I'm gone.
2: See ya. <laughs> well, especially if you're getting paid that kind of money. Come I mean, come on.
1: Twenty million
2: to research
1: UFOs, paranormal, encrypted. <laughs> I'd be all that's that's everything that's that I love sign me up <laughs> yeah
2: I'd be <laughs> all over it yeah, right now yeah, there's so much there's just so much mystery around this stuff though you know that's why I'm saying it, it's not just uh Ghost. There's just so much other stuff out there that we just don't. We're not aware of, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll tell you what, Chris. If you want to come on or you want to call in, man, you can call in uh, and talk about some of your stuff on here. If you want to call in, brother, he's in the chat room. Um, there you go. Let's get him in.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for inviting me. No hey, problem. Chris. What's
1: going on, Chris? Nice to meet you. Two voices
0: bro. there. So one of them was Ghost Hunter, and I don't know who the other one is. Hey, I
1: the, the, um, My name is John. I'm, I'm the uh, host of the uh, Paranormal Journal.
0: Okay, John and Don, Don. John and Don. Okay, yeah. that's easy right. to remember. All right, <laughs> I've had unique experiences throughout my career. <clears throat> I uh, worked as an army captain for 12 years, and oh, wow. no, that's not long. The people that do uh, a full career are doing a minimum 20 years. 20 years. Wow. Well, that's requirement. It's it's a rig system, but I was mine was kind of unique. Uh, I worked in HHC, which is Headquarters, Headquarters Command, in the uh, in my agency. And <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still getting over the flu. Um, oh, see, so, wow. Um, that was in California, and the location is important. But I went through two base closures in the process, and this is all a basically a musical chair scenario with our evil government military. And basically, uh, without going into great detail on that, because that's, I'm basically expert level alternative historian. I've been uh, recording, I was selling weapon systems around the world, heavy weapons, aerial and mechanized. No, this is not good. Um, I was very good at what I did. I sold, uh, well, to give you an example very quickly, uh, I sold um, $10 billion worth of Abrams Battle M1A1 Block 1 uh, battle tanks to Saudi Arabia. Oh, wow. Okay. And yet at the same time, I also sold $6 billion worth of uh, Apache H-64D and E helicopters to Israel. Okay. Now here, I'm going to mention something to you, and I don't know ex- whether you believe it or not is, is immaterial, but... I am expert level researcher and analyst in my capacity in the military, and then later government because um, I did a combined twelve plus uh, sixteen years as a senior defense analyst. So I put in twenty eight years for a very evil government, and this evil government, the, its mission is to take us out of life. This is a fact. I know it's hard to accept, but it's it's going. It's this is their agenda. I, I know exactly it. how this is going to happen. I'm sorry. I believe it. Yeah. Well, I was just going to give you some highlights. I wasn't here to, you know, take up your entire show, but uh, no, 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 so here's, here's what you wouldn't know. Okay, basically, in my research, and my research is absolutely accurate, it works like this. In September 28th, 1969, the Saudi government admitted to the Washington Post, you can look it up, that they were Jewish. And then they came over in the 500 year uh, AD, moved to the Saudi Peninsula, and then created what you know is today Sharia law. But that they, in the article, it stated that they fully support uh, Israel and the Jewish faith. Now, you never knew that, and neither does the rest of this world. But my work is absolutely stellar. And I've written, edited, and forwarded 8,000 essays. I'm on th- five international podcasts, three primarily, one is in the Netherlands that I do on Tuesday. That's called The World Gone Mad. That's with Lawrence. Uh He goes by the nickname uh, uh, Street Warrior, or Freedom Warrior rather, and uh, that's in Amsterdam where I grew up. I lived in the Netherlands in 1969 to 1973 when I went through high school. My father's job moved overseas. So that was a whole wonderful experience and the best time of my life, better than high school, better than, uh, Uh, Well, I went through high school there, but I'm saying better than uh, college, better than the military, better than the government. I saw an entirely new way of life and how people interact. And the European culture has five advantages over ours. And we were once a very great nation, but it's being undermined left and right by the evil government today and the military. It's a three party scenario. You have the evil federal government you have the evil military and we're talking the senior echelon and then you have the intelligence agencies these three are what i call the second unholy trinity the first unholy trinity is what runs the world and that is uh rome is a capital of religion it's a capital of three religions um you have london which england which is a capital of finance. New York always tried to compete with it. And then you have Washington, D.C., which is the headquarters of the military. And when you look at all these from the air, an aerial view shot, you will see that Rome is, uh, that the Vatican is set up as a skeleton key. That is the key of Solomon. Remember that. Then when you look at uh, Washington, uh, when you look at uh, London at Buckingham Palace, you'll see that it's the eye of Horus, the eye of Ra, and which is the eye of Lucifer. It's a triangle. Mm. Then when you look at Washington DC from the air, it is a pentagram. Okay. Which is why you have the pentagon and a pentagram is opposite of a pentacle. A pentacle is a five-sided, five-sided stars with one point being up. That's positive. A pentagram is the reverse where two points are up and the, the positive side is pointed down. This is all demonic and it's all basically built in uh, of what is going on. Our our country was undermined in the very beginning, going back 400 years. Unfortunately, it's carrying forward. And we really uh, we have something. I'm going to give you a website which my partner and I, uh, Tony. And when I say he's he's a genius level, that's not exaggeration. He's forty points above me, and I'm one forty-eight to one fifty for IQ. He's one ninety, and this guy is literally. We came up with a concept five years ago. We are building cruise liners, We're taking cruise liner ships. Uh, these are flat bottom. They're not V hull. They can't be tipped over, and their the smallest one is one thousand feet. Well, the smallest is nine hundred, and the other the others are one thousand because the Panama Canal. Uh, only allows 1,000 feet for any type of uh, ship. And the point is, these are all being converted over to implosive energy, renewable, which is um, they will have Tesla batteries, Tesla coils, Tesla components. Uh, they will have, um, uh, let me see, what else? They're going to have uh, uh, wind turbines, which are a type of a propulsion system. Uh, with, they'll have solar panels. And they will never need energy for life. There is no diesel. There is no uh Petrol or gasoline. They are absolutely independent. And our website is called, and I'm not here to pitch it, I'm here to help save humanity. And I'm on with the podcast on the other ones, also in the United States. They know me quite well. And so I share this knowledge. Yeah, pitch it, man. The website is called New NEW Life L I F E, all run together aboard A B O A R D. Dot .com all capitals space capital i then nc the point is when you look at this website what we've done we've made it very affordable and there's a there's a gold there's a uh, there's a platinum a gold and a silver level i'm silver level like the majority and basically my point is this for $3500 a one time payment for life but not a penny extra you will have room board clothing food uh beverage utilities everything covered for life completely wow. It'll be, this is real people are paying thirty five hundred dollars a month for rent today yeah yeah it's true yeah well so this is very serious because it will be going viral in about 30 days from now we did advertise it on one of my uh christian podcasts uh jeff Shepherd's, which is right on radio that's my one i do on wednesday from 1 to uh, 2 30 p.m and um there's about 45 to sixty five thousand that listen on that channel nice. the one in the netherlands is Jeez. about uh eight to ten thousand and the one in australia is thirty thousand australia is with south osmond at uh, strange days d-a-y-z and i've been doing this for six months in current form this way and i was on for 10 months on darkoutpost.com with David Zubik, then he asked me and then the other woman uh, who is just as good as myself, uh, Michelle Stefanik. She was the chief financial officer of the Nairobi, Kenya embassy, which got blown up August 7th, 1998. And she just happened for one day to take leave to go to uh, Ethiopia to see the temples because she was being reassigned to Santiago, Chile. And her embassy got blown up, half her staff got killed, and what she had found initially was 14.6 trillion dollars of black ops CIA money that was being used to fund all the wars in the Middle East. That amount that amount actually turned into forty-four point two trillion. Not million, not billion, trillion. Understand. We've been printing since Obama eighty five billion dollars every month. Our money is fiat. It's absolutely worthless. And it's going to collapse by mid May of next year. I suspect earlier because wow. I've under I understand the Masonic code, which most people don't. And basically it goes back to what was called agenda 21. Agenda 21 was at the Rio de Janeiro conference in Brazil in 1992. They stated at that meeting that the, um, basically three, three scenarios. Well, not three scenarios, three conditions that number one, they're going to a one world order. Number two, meaning a one world government. Number two, they're going to a one world currency, which will be digitized crypto. And number three, they're going to depopulate the planet to 500 million, just like the Georgia Guidestones, which blew up last week. Wow. Wow. This is all real. This ship will save your lives and your families guaranteed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want you to take a look at the website. If you put in $19 and 95 cents for each of you, for your family members, a piece, you will be guaranteed a billet on board these ships. We will have about 10 to 12 ships initially, but when this goes viral in about 30 days from now, it will reach the site. We're going on. It will reach 17.5 million worldwide. Wow. Understand we can't advertise everywhere because of what is known as standard of forces agreements, SOFA. So we can't, uh, China, Russia, uh, parts of the Middle East, most of the Middle East and, uh, many countries in Africa are off limits, but that's okay. There's, we can still reach approximately 150. Anyway, the point is it's out there. You have the website. It's, it's your chance to save your families because we live in a, not only a, a debt based economy, but it's petrodollar driven. And we have generations of generations of families. And that is what the government is actually depending on that no one will leave because their family members are all here. Here's the scenario. In our, in our case, you can take all your family members with you, including pets. We will have aquaponics. We will have hydroponics. We'll have agroponics. We'll be going, growing our own vegetables. We'll be growing our own seafood. Uh, we will have um, uh, it generates its own electricity it'll never need fuel uh, we'll also have um, uh, what is called animal husbandry for people with uh, animals and horses and things like that so all this has all been planned in we factored in and between our the two of us our combined IQ is over 330 points we're mm-hmm. doing the right thing for humanity no one this is a one in a billion operation no one in the on this is doing this because it's all about profiteering it's not about saving anyone it's about maximizing profit that's not what we're doing we're trying to save the uh, portion of humanity we are the fifth what is known as the fifth root race of mankind I've studied for over 30 plus years and so I not only know the the true history of our world but I also had a very extensive near-death experience when I was 20 years old and I was uh, comatose for 3.5 months well, I was in the hospital in traction for six months, and I crossed over, and I know over eighty percent of what lies beyond. Fortunately, I was able to be both physically and mentally strong enough to come back and and uh, uh, live through this horrific thing. I broke many bones in my body; both legs were shattered. Uh, my right arm was uh, wrist was shattered. My uh, hip, my right hip was shattered. I went through years worth of uh, uh, physical training, but anyone that crosses over comes back from an NDE, a near-death experience. The Creator, which you call G-O-D, but I have a different experience. Uh, I use the same term as what fourth dimensional beings use, which they call the Creator. Because when I was there, I learned so much knowledge, and I'm bringing it back to humanity now. We will live again and again and again. This is what you don't understand. We are what we call eternal beings. We are just not immortal. When When we cross over, we don't ever die. When we cross over, whatever is wrong with our body, both mentally and physically, stays with the body. I have proof of this from two fourth-dimensional races that was put into print back in the nineteen fifties and early sixties, and it's factual. These are, um, if you want to read the book, you can do it online. It's called Doctor Doctor Reverend Frankie Stranges S T R A N G E S, and he was he wrote the book called. Stranger at the Pentagon. We've been visited by multi different races, very positive ones—Venusians and plebeians The point is, we're never—we've never been alone in the universe, and we never will be. No, and we have been watched for so long, for tens and tens of thousands of millennia. I have probably one of the largest collections of off-world crafts of actual photographs. I have well over 200. Oh, and wow. two hundred. Wow. Mm. And I share these on on various uh, podcasts that I do. Wow! And When the people cool. see them, they're like they're blown away. And many of them they're they're watching us because of the insanity of basically our entire lifespan is about wars and conflicts. That's it.
1: Yep, and That's yep. what
0: I realized in 1992 when I got out of the army that there was no point in me selling weaponsisms to Canada, Australia, South Africa, Western Europe and and the Middle East for what could kill off humanity that's pointless so uh, I made the right decision but the point is this has gone on for over literally thousands of years and it's only been uh it's all controlled by the Masonic order which is Freemasonry which is a front for the Illuminati and which is also right behind the CIA the CIA is not what you think it is it's not part of our government it never has been it, CIA also funded uh, the uh, BLM and Atifa. So the point is, it's about literally creating chaos and terror worldwide. Yeah, I believe
1: that. I, believe that. Well,
0: I was yeah. just watching something
1: with some celebrities, and they were talking about the Illuminati. They were like, hey, you, "When you get in, you get enough money, all these doors these doors open up, and you can go this way, you can go this way, or you can go this way. If you go straight." Then they don't mess with you. You go to the Illuminati, then you're in a whole different world of uh, evil things. So he's like, "Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. I I, I believe it 100, percent 100 percent. I seen you put in there. You seen some UFOs before though,
0: that like in person? Yes, I did. Um, I described it as in as brief words as I could because it's limited space. I think you have 80 characters in which you can type. Yeah. So. Um, Basically, in California, I saw ten off-world crafts. Uh, I was a captain. I, I worked as a the, in headquarters, uh, the command group. But I was also there are four phases of the weapon systems, and I don't want to bore you on this. But this is how it works: uh, what they've convinced us to be, well, to believe is being normal. There's four phases. Phase one is called R and research development. That's where you take a prototype. You create from an idea, from a concept, you create a prototype. Then that's phase one. Phase two is M&P, manufacturing and production. I worked with both aerial and mechanized. The aerial was, uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, uh, ABSCOM, a- Aviation Systems Command out of St. Louis, and the, uh, the mechanized was TACOM, which is Tank and Armament, Auto- Tank and Armament Command out of War Mission, which is Detroit and we're developing the abrams battle tank and the apache delta helicopter and then the star wars package to it which is basically where the tank can lock on to 10 targets and simultaneously take each one out successively. boom 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 it does all it's, it's computerized wow uh with the helicopter the apache delta and echo um those Literally, our um, what you call line of sight. So, basically, the helmet steers it, and as you're looking, wherever you're looking, that's where your guns and and uh, rockets will point and fire at. Wow! Your line of sight by hel- by the uh, by the helmet itself. So, this is the technology we have is incredible, but it's being used for the wrong purposes. It's being used to destroy mankind, all based on profiteering. Right and I mean, I have to live with the guilt that I was so proficient. There's tens of thousands that have probably lost their lives in the Middle East uh, of civilians because of what I did so well, but I didn't realize it then. It's like you can't see the forest because of the trees. When you're a part of the government or the military, you can't rationalize it because you're conditioned to take orders. You never question orders. You can mentally, you can say it doesn't sound right, but you still have to obey them. You have to follow them out, letter perfect, without any disregard, and ensure that it's completed. That's how it works. It's conditioning. It's type of MK Ultra uh, brainwashing or mind control, whichever you want to call it. Does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. oh. basically how they create a soldier from you know being afraid to die. Basically, <laughs> you know. They, they put them in a boot camp and hey you're 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 a killer you're you're gonna kill this you're gonna kill that and
0: you become a killer <laughs> so that's what i did for 12 years i was very proficient but then it just it dawned on me because i couldn't understand i couldn't rationalize and you can't question orders and we've been geared this way and it goes so far back it goes back thousands and thousands of millennia it's you know our civilization is I've traced it back. It's 450,000 years old. And I have proof of it. I'll give you the names. Michael Tellinger, he's from South Africa. The Anunnaki, which is a race of the 10th planet known as Nibiru, N-I-B-I-R-U, is in an elliptical orbit that intersects our solar system. It's our 10th planet. It comes through every 3,600 years. And when it does, it causes havoc because of gravitational waves, because Uh, Nibiru is five times the size of Jupiter. That should give you an idea. And this is every, it's basically what caused, uh, one of the reasons which caused the, uh, what you call the Great Flood. Okay. The Biblical Flood. Right. The point is that uh, this, when it comes through, they came because their atmosphere was decaying, they're reptilian. Because what the public can never fathom or rationalize is that our creator gave the propensity for any life form any life form to ascend in higher spiritual and intellectual consciousness well guess what that includes reptiles includes uh canine feline it includes insects which are insectoids like the ones that are the uh fourth dimensional race that's like praying mantis okay right they're all out there this is all real it's outside the public's Uh, conception of reality but it's real anyway um, so that's what I did and what I'm trying to do now is correct and that's Tony and I he has similar background but even more advanced than mine and this concept of they're going to be uh, for the duration of the rest of society which I think we have 6 months maximum 10 before they collapse the banking system because it's guaranteed. Um, all you have, you know, the, the writing's on the wall. People are just, you know, being ignorant, and uh, they, you know, don't want to look at the reality of life. But this is this is basically the end of our, what we call the um, Western civilization, and we are what is known as the four, fifth root race of mankind, the what is known as collectively the Aryan race, Aryan. Uh, bef- the fourth root race was known as the um, Uh, hold on for a sec. The first is a Polarian race and they were semi-physical and semi-etheral. And this was at the Arctic Pole. We never actually had ice caps before that didn't come until much later. Um, ours was a lush planet, but it was not a water planet. It had lakes and rivers, but it did not have oceans. Uh, that came from, uh, when one of the planets, uh, what is called Tiamat, uh, between, which is the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Collapse and, and basically the water from that planet then uh, eventually rained down on, on this earth. And our planet was also not... Uh, our oceans did not become salt water because there's so much salt in the ground and in the mountains. That was poisoned by a earlier race of a warring concept. The, uh, uh, basically, before us was the Lemurian race, which is a fourth-root race. I'm sorry, the Atlantean race was a fourth-root race. Lemurian race was the third root race of mankind, and we had the uh, uh, Hyperborean, which is the second root race of mankind, and the first was the Polarian. Anyway, so our root race goes all the way back with the, the um, goes back 450,000 years, but just to wrap this up, is that the Anunnaki came here, and they departed 2350 years BC, okay? Uh, one of the greatest uh, writers to, to learn about this Although he was about 85% correct, but it's still better than the rest. Uh, his name was Zacharias Sitchin, I A. And last name is just like two words, sit and chin, S-I-T and he C-H-I-N. Co- and he wrote and co-authored uh, 14 books. And if you read The Tenth Planet, you'll learn about Planet Nibiru and how it comes through every 3,600 years and what it does and... Basically, we've had nuclear. We've actually gone through so many cycles in our history of development, but the Anunnaki came here and mined gold and sent it uh, to the sky, sent it up to their base ships, and uh, they used a. It's all based on uh, sound and levitation. Light is a component of sound, by the way, which most people are not aware of. And they were they stole probably like oh, in the neighborhood of there's four hundred. Uh, 4 million sites in, in Southern Africa of where they mined gold. And Michael Tellinger has written three books and pursued it. And he's one of the top 12 in the world on uh, alternative historians. The one I've been working on uh, alongside of him is his name is Wayne Herschel. And that's uh, W-A-Y-N-E and his last name is uh, H-E-R-S-C-H-E-L. He is also from South Africa. And you know that South Africa is, is uh, dual language. They have Afrikaans, which is the Dutch variants, getting back to 1652, and they have English. So anyway, uh, these are people I'd like to get on our podcast because these are the best of the best in the world. And I know the top 100 to 120. Uh, I've contacted probably 18 of them. And I did get confirmations that they'd be on the show. But then I got jerked around with the previous uh, uh, darkoutpost.com and... So, um, it's actually, I was going to leave that show anyway. So it, it didn't matter if I got axed or, um cut loose because now he's got 1150 essays of mine that he's just going to read on their show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, anyway, the interesting to the, of and I'll, I'll, uh, just finish up the interesting two crafts that I saw were right here in Naples. I mean, the most current, and that was, uh, uh, July fourth, two thousand fourteen. I was talking with my neighbor and explaining the technology that I had access to, which is uh, ATS. It's like uh, above top secret. It was uh, what what is known as top secret, uh, ultra, with uh, elevated uh, level, and it's called a TR hyphen or dash three B Tango Romeo dash three Bravo. This is a triangular craft developed by Um, Lytton Industries, and Rockwell International because basically what we've done is we've been shooting down uh, off-world crafts since uh, 1940 and basically reverse-engineering them at any cost for any, you know, at at, any expense. So all the public, whether they're military, federal government, foreign service officers, uh, to contractors, to civilians. We're all expendable to this new world order. Absolutely. And that's what the public will can't uh, fathom or, or uh, visualize that. We are all just expendable people here
2: yeah. for,
0: for their higher purpose. Like club yeah. and, and uh, you've got George <clears throat> Okay. Anyway, so the crafts I saw, this was unique. I was talking to my neighbor, uh, Llewellyn, across the street from mine. And I was showing her the pictures of what a TR three B looks like. It's a perfectly triangle, equi- equilateral side. Uh, it's ninety feet across on each side. And as I'm showing it to her, she looked up and she was, she pointed and said, "Oh, you mean like that?" And not less than four hundred feet away from us is a golf course on the back side of her house. Not even that, two hundred feet. And the point is, what happened was they were going. Were- the fireworks were going off at 8.30 in the evening when it just got dusk, okay? Mm -hmm. And the craft was coming in a non-visible mode. It was in stealth mode, and it got caught because those fireworks, the aerial bombs goes 600 to 800 feet in the air. So it had to go visible and do an emergency blow up, you know, to to rise. And that's when it became visible. And this was definitely a German Hanabu 2, those uh, I've studied all this, and I had one year German and nine years of French when I lived in Europe. Uh, I grew up in the Netherlands. Anyway, the point is, this is all real. It goes beyond the belief system of Americans, Europeans, anyone. But uh, we have technology that's I've seen that's 25,000 years ahead of what you know today. And uh, uh, I know that they have technology that goes easily to 100,000 years in advance of what we have. Okay. Uh, so that was one that I saw, and it became visible, and I was just, like, stunned because I didn't have my camera on me. I was just showing on my laptop. And I, I, anyway, I missed an opportunity you would have loved, but I do have a lot of videos which do show uh, both our crafts and off world. Germany never lost world war two. And that's what the country will never understand. Hitler sacrificed. He didn't die in it in Berlin. He lived and grew He lived to 107 years old. They were experimenting with genetics a long time going back into the 1930s. Anyway, uh that's another story his last sighting was uh in the 1990s when he was in um uh glacier national park in montana and that um he did live in uh argentina and brazil and then was taken up uh, lbj brought him into the united states uh rockefeller uh brought i, I he brought uh joseph who was the uh white angel of death that worked uh, as hitler's uh uh medical officer And did uh, mastered three three types of experiments. One was Super Soldier Project, the other one was uh, MK Ultra mind control, and the other third one was genetic twins. He was able to get uh, twins one in five, where the natural birth rate is one in ninety. Anyway, that gives you an idea. In the second craft I saw, and I'll leave it at that, and I let other people call in. um, Was that uh, not even a month? Just not even a month later, on August tenth, two thousand fourteen. Uh, in the sky, there was an inverted capital Y, and this was definitely a fourth dimensional craft or beyond. It might have even been fifth dimensional, but if you have a uh, email, I'll give you my email. And if you want to see the crafts of what I've got, they will blow you away, okay? Oh, Easy. yeah, definitely. All right, I'm yeah. going to type into the chat now for you. Yeah,
2: i definitely like to see that.
0: All right, will you share it? Just, all I need is one, because okay so read mine as i type it in it's sierra papa echo charlie tango romeo echo 990 at gmail.com i'm typing in so you can read it okay there's a lot of people that love reading my material and two looking at the photographs because i've been doing this for so many years it's just like but Bill Gates destroyed life as we know it because people don't realize what he did with. Uh, okay, there you go. You have my, uh, my email. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Copy it down. And uh, one of you two send me uh, uh, with, with your email. You do also send me my cell number. Okay. All right. Here, I'll give you my Yeah, thank email. you. you Appreciate don't do it online. Never give you that online. Do it offline, your private laptop. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. All right. So the second one was definitely was but was off was a higher dimension one, and that was we've had strange weather here. What we're experiencing now, uh, Don and John, is that uh, this is not normal. I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of HARP, oh yeah, frequency active auroral research project, I've seen that for years. Basically, there are three places in the United States: Alaska, uh, outside of uh, Las Vegas, and then on Long Island, on Long Island uh, in New York. And it literally can control the weather because they're putting five different type of elements into the atmosphere through um, uh, spraying by jets. It's and certain private planes, and basically what you think of as uh, uh, com trails and uh, the other one, but the chemtrails rather, and that from whatever target point they decide, it can change the weather 500 miles in any direction. Whoa. Wow! They're heating the atmosphere is what they're doing, and when Kerry goes on, Kerry is pure evil. And 90 of our, our of our government in both the House of Representatives and the Senate. Uh, the best way to remove them—they're pure evil and only the rookies that are coming in in the first two years. The best way is basically collateral damage. You send like an Exocet missile, have a uh, special meeting for Congress uh, where it's mandatory that everyone appear, and you just take out the entire building. That's the only way. Now, that only gets rid of the government. It doesn't get rid of the Fortune 500 corporate and the evil uh, people like Soros and and, uh, Biden. I'll tell you one last thing you wouldn't know about Biden. Biden was a defense attaché in 1970, 71, uh, when he was a very young senator. He was sent under, okay, this is under um, Nixon, okay, and was sent to Israel to basically negotiate with the Israelis for weapons. He went there and came down too hard, and I'm these are names before your time because I'm in my mid-60s, but the point is uh, you had um, a man by the name of Moshe Dayan Okay. He was a defense minister at that time. And then you had, he worked for, well, her name was Golda Meir. That's M-E-I-E-R. And what happened is that, uh, Biden tried to play Mr. Hardball, hard ass. And Moshe Diane said, wait a minute, you don't tell us what we want or what we're going to get. We tell you what we get. And that's it. That's how it works. Less than a month and a half later, his wife and daughter from his first marriage. And she was only, the daughter was only 13 months old were conveniently killed in a car accident. That's a wow. fact. Wow. That is a fact. Now, the other three lived in the car, the baby, the, the the baby died and the mother died, but then you have what you've got, uh, Courtney, you've got Hunter. Okay. Courtney has already gone public and said that, uh, her father, um uh, raped her multiple times and took forced her to take uh, inappropriate showers and fondling the showers but that he is a, absolutely a confirmed pedophile without question you have to understand what you're dealing with you're you're dealing with pure evil freaking evil this is not going to change oh yeah. i hope you it. learned something from this I believe. What do you think
1: about that CERN? Uh, that CERN thing that's going on that they, they're that doing? is
0: pure evil. I've got two essays on that that I've done, and basically, I grew up in Europe, as you know. So I've I I went skiing uh, over in that area in the in the French Alps on the Swiss border, um, and what that's about is this. I hope this doesn't go over your heads, but uh, basically, it's like this: we are third dimensional. Um, physical beings okay we're a third dimensional realm what they're doing is not what what they're stating it's for is not the truth okay first off you notice that india gave the an icon for their at the headquarters they building of cern they gave them the god shiva which is the god of destruction and chaos okay now what they're doing is they said it's to create the guard par- god particle which is the uh Higgs boson particle okay B-O-S-O-N and that's a lie what they're doing is which is the antimatter particle okay that's a lie yes it does create that but that's not the real purpose the real purpose is to open a portal a gateway a vortex between the fourth dimensional realm and ours and they have done it and then what they're going to do is their objective is to bring in Basically, the, the evil fourth-dimensional entities—what you would think of like the uh, uh, the Nephilim, okay—and uh, they these people are that freaking stupid that they <coughs> fourth-dimensional beings. I know this. We, our best IQ is one one hundred and eighty. That's supposedly genius, okay? And the point is, is that these all fourth-dimensional realm entities, excuse me. Both there's three. There's three consciousness. I learned this when I crossed over. Because I was gone, and time only exists on this world. It does not exist in the next world. When I regained consciousness after three and a half months, I asked the doctors how long was I in a coma—five weeks, five months, or five years—and they looked at me odd because they think time is a dimension. It's not. It's a man-made create. It's a man-made construct. And the point is, uh, <laughs> they looked at me and said, "Over three months." But the, where I'm going with this is that what they're doing, gentlemen, is that creating a vortex, to bring in the evil into this world, which they believe they can control. And it's like this, all 4th dimensional entities. There's three consciousness. There's positive, which is benevolent. There's uh, indifferent, which is neutral. And there's malevolent, which is pure evil. And our government has been dealing, and so has uh, seven others. In, uh, Great Britain runs the world along with uh, Switzerland, uh, the Vatican and Israel. Then the second uh, four is United States, uh, um, excuse me, United States, uh, France, Germany, and and later Russia joined. But the point is, is that they're going, they want to open up a world, and they have twelve hundred IQs. Let me give you a comparison. That is not six and a quarter times our one hundred. Not arithmetic. It's exponential. They're five hundred times smarter. And these freaks of nature think that they can control these beings. They're out of their fucking mind. They have no conception of what they're going to be doing and, and the Ewa that they're bringing in. And if they let this into this world, it'll never recover.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, that's crazy because I was just talking to Don about that, about CERN. And I was like, they are doing th- – you're, you're talking exactly what I thought that they were doing. I was like, they're doing things that – they're 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 telling people what they want to hear, but that's not what they're doing. They're doing,
0: oh, no. they're doing other things.
1: Yeah, they're doing things that are really dangerous.
0: Oh, exceedingly. You're you're opening up a vortex to another dimension. I mean yes. this yeah, but the thing is in the fourth dimensional realm it has three levels of or three types rather, not levels of Basically, consciousness. You have the positive, you have the neutral, and you have. But mostly, it's the positive and the negative. However, I also learned something that I've explained, and it's I did an hour and a half uh, s on our show. It was our our personal podcast was called Beyond Belief, but then we changed it because we found one in England that also had that name, so um, we changed it to Beyond One's Belief, plural. Okay. And uh, I did an essay for an hour and a half, um, a briefing on explained what it's like when we, we cross over. We never die. We discard our bodies because we are eternal. We're just right. not immortal. Yeah. And I explained what happens. But I'm telling you this, and we'd have to have a longer discussion and a, like a personal contact uh, offline. The fourth dimensional realm, what we call death, which is not death, it is controlled. And it's controlled by the reptilians and the greys are subservient to them and basically what they do is they create when you cross over i'm going to tell you very quickly what happens and yeah. let's see how well you can remember this okay. when you cross over okay because we don't die we cross over you will have the first phase you experience is called a life review now what the reptilians have already done is they've already read your mind can cross between the third and the fourth dimensional realms instantaneously and they exist there as well as they exist here and what happens is they're they've already read your mind so whoever you are thinking of when you cross over whether it's a relative a friend a family member a wife children uh, a savior a saint a disciple whatever that's exactly who they will be Mm. and so their whole mission is to convince you for the second phase. The second phase is uh, going before a review board and what I call the karmic review board, and they're going to use every conceivable method and uh, excuse to have you go into the tunnel of light. And what that is is this tunnel of light sends us back to this birth, life, death, uh, enslavement, and recycling we've been going through for what I've calculated is 240,000 years. So you, all you have to do is, remember, everything in life is based on what? Free will. Free will is what? Consciousness, but it's based on, um, uh, with free will, it's co- what you call consent. So therefore, what happens is when you cross over, you. And if you want to go to the fifth dimensional plane with me and bypass the fourth, you, this is what you do. You can't do anything about the first phase, about going before the, uh, uh, life review. That's it's automatic. So, and it's almost impossible to be thinking of nothing when you cross over because, however we pass on, whether it's from an accident or whether it's from uh, uh, um, old age, whatever. Well, in this case, it won't be old age. What's going to happen to us? But um, basically, you can't do anything about, about the life review. But what you have to do is you have to. Everything is telepathic. You telepathically say out, you know, in your in your mind, you cross over as an what is we call an energy orb. It's not a ball of light; it's an energy orb. Okay, so you do have consciousness 110%, but you don't have a physical body, and that's normal. Uh, and then what you do is you say uh, you have to telepathically transmit to these images, which are the reptilians, and you have to say, "I adamantly refuse." To go before the review board, and I adamantly refuse to go into the tunnel of light. They cannot force you; they must have your consent. But you, I wouldn't have known this when I was four, When I was twenty, when when I crossed over, because it, you know, I had no, I had no conception. So I fell for it and I went into the tunnel of light and got it recycled back here. Okay. Uh, that, that's okay for this lifespan. But what you have to do is the four things you have to remember is number one. You adamantly telepathic it's all telepathic you adamantly refuse to go before the review board and you adamantly refuse to go into the tunnel of light then you state telepathically um i wish to go to my fifth dimensional realm um to live there in uh basically peace and happiness but you have to say. I wish to, the most important word is called Oversoul. You need to write that down. O V E R S O U L. That is your higher dimensional soul or consciousness. Oversoul. So you state, "I wish I wish to go to my Oversoul in the fifth dimensional plane." And the last thing you state, which is too complicated to explain now, third, the fourth item. I hope you're taking notes. Uh, the fourth item is that you state based on Christ's redemption. Christ's um, redemption of blood. Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what it is is that's too hard to explain. But you see, Christ, time is is not a uh, is a man made construct. Christ didn't die two thousand years ago; it was one thousand years ago, closer to it. There's I've I've already verified that there's three hundred years of missing time during the dark ages. Nothing happened. Nothing created, and that was created by an emperor in uh, six ninety three AD that wanted to become uh, the first emperor in the, in the first millennium. So we just changed the date and 300 years that's confirmed and I have an essay on that. Anyway, the point is, all I'm trying to say is that, uh, you will, if you follow my guidance, you will end up and basically in the fifth dimensional realm, we will repeat what we're supposed to have learned in, in a spiritual and intellectual consciousness of the fourth dimension, fourth dimensional realm in the fifth. And that's fine. Will just be there longer, but basically five things will happen in the fifth dimensional realm. Number one, uh, there is no wars and conflicts. Period. Number two, uh, there is no illnesses, diseases, pathogens, or carcinogens. Number three, uh, lifespans are a minimum eight hundred years, typically a thousand years. Number four, you never age past age twenty-five, and this wow. is this is what was offered by the uh as well as the venusians when you read my article i'll send you a stranger to the pentagon i i wrote that one up i i did that one for the everyone to read and it's fascinating it's got pictures too but the point is that um what i'm saying is that um we we were never supposed to we have a gene implanted somewhere around 220 to 230 thousand years ago which makes us age I know that the British discovered the gene somewhere around 12 years ago, maybe 14, but it'll never be shared with humanity. And the, my point is that this gene ages us. We're the only race that has one, fingerprints, which we, we are marked, and two, that uh, we age uh, instead of uh, they main fourth dimensional realm beings. They maintain their age they go to maturity at age 24 25 and they keep that same age for the rest of their life so they could be 350 years old but you'd never know it because they all look the same uh, you will see that in the pictures that i sent to you with Stranger at the pentagon yeah we have photographs of them these are from venus his name is val thor and he came to president eisenhower in 1957 and i think it was march uh 14th and then they gave him three years uh, yeah, Nixon was there. He saw them. So this is all stuff that is never shared because it's all based on three factors in life: how how society works. Number one is is power, that's control. Number two is greed, that's wealth. And number three is it's conquest, which is land and territory ownership acquisition. That's it. But the deep state added a fourth, and that is the, their diversion of uh, basically demonism and. Uh, absolute um, uh, implants of uh, nanotechnology for a transgender, transhumanist world, and they're getting their way because we're going to be experiencing another COVID level with monkeypox. Oh, yeah. I'm giving you the best advice possible. Never have you or your family members and extended family members get any vaccine shot. You'll you'll have about three weeks of life at most.
2: Wow. Yeah, hey, right, you,
0: so
2: what, f- how many how many
0: dimensions do you think are out there? Well, the creator, from what I learned in the in, in my near death experience, which was very extensive, the creator um, generated an infinite number of dimensions and an infinite number of universes. We just happen to live in a in a universe that supports two two life forms. One is silicon based life, and the other is carbon based, which we are and so it's an infinite number and this is what our science cannot comprehend or encapsulate to show the rest of humanity and you've got all these you know it's just like i i was a teacher and i worked as an educator and i was admissions officer for a military graduate school in california and it's like it's a joke how our education system has been absolutely corrupted because in europe uh, they learn three languages minimum. They typically have four. Uh, they, they, um, their advantages are uh, language is one of them. Number one, number two in Europe. Just, I'm not trying to deviate from your question, but I'm just giving. I didn't answer this when I said I would. Um, they, uh, they have architecture. Is uh, they're all equal. No one's higher than the other. So they have language, architecture. They have culture. Everyone in Europe is respected for no matter what type of work they do, whether they're window washing, sweeping the streets, have a deli- delicatessen, or they're a businessman, they are all treated equally. Right. And sec- and uh, also the fourth is their cuisine. Every single culture throughout, every you know, county and uh, locality in Europe, uh, within the country and within each, what you would call township, they are absolutely, genuinely, they love what they do And they become an expert in preparing so when they ask you in europe how was your meal did you enjoy it you would say yes it was delicious because it is here it's just a faded expression that's because the people just want their tip so they go how was your meal i was okay uh, you know worked out but in europe they take absolute pride in everything they do Uh, their transportation system is absolutely phenomenal I, when I was there from 69 to 73 you could set your you could set your clock by it if you were five or ten seconds for a train or a bus or a subway you were Sol you were sorry out of luck mm-hmm. so the point is they have many advantages in Europe and language is just one of them but their culture is an architecture and their transportation. <laughs> is spectacular. Okay. i will dwell too much on that. Well, oh, I lost track. Uh, on your question you asked about dimensions. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you an example. And I hope I'm not boring you guys, but it's no, like, not. okay. No. All right. <clears throat> have you ever either been to or seen the Western United States?
2: I have not been there. No.
0: Okay. No. but You know, from pictures and history books, uh, like basically Devil's Tower in, in uh, Wyoming. Okay. Um you've seen in the Western United States how you have buttes, mesas, and uh plateaus, correct? You know what they are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. You know what those are? Yeah. yeah. No, they're fallen tree trunks. They are absolutely they're all they were silicon based trunks. Trees used to go in, in the beginning of our civilization, not civilization, the beginning of our planet. Trees were silicon based and they were two point five miles at the girth and over ten miles tall in height.
1: Wow. this is a fact
0: wow. so what wow. you're seeing is ones that have been sawed and leveled those okay. are what your plateaus are okay all right you have heard about the the perfectly round balls that they find in costa rica bosnia russia eastern europe these perfectly round spheres
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: you know what those are
2: no
0: mm-hmm. they're berries these are berries from fruit trees that uh solidified they petrified Wow. This is how giant they were, and those size of those berries you've seen in Costa Rica, how they vary from the size of a softball to the size of a, uh, um, dodge you know the. Uh, wow. that's anyway. huge. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, it's real. That's crazy. They were berries. Um, you should you would like some of the shows I I you know or all of them. You've got my websites. I gave them to. You. The world gone mad in Amsterdam. That's Tuesday at one to two thirty p.m. Okay, one okay. That's the world gone mad. That's with Lawrence, L A U R E N S, and he's in Amsterdam, where I grew up. And then you have uh, this uh, uh, Wednesday is called Right on Right on Radio R I G H T O N R A D I O, and that's in Ontario, Canada, and he has the largest following. And then you have, uh, uh, I was supposed to have one today, but he, he didn't follow through. He must have fallen asleep. Australia, for um, I don't know how well you know your, your geography, but Australia is broken up into uh, basically three quadrants. It, like if you divided the United States horizontally uh, or vertically in three lines, they have, uh, he's, he's in uh, the central part, southern, which is called South Australia Territory, and above it is North Australia Territory. On the east is, uh, what is called queensland uh uh and then below that is uh um um uh new uh newfound uh, wales okay and, uh, and then below that is victoria and then the west and the third part in the west is called uh western australia anyway the point is he's from the south and he's near a town of adeline adeline that's a a d e l and Adelaide, and that's about 1.3 million. Um, South Osmond' is show is called Strange Friday for me, because of the time zone difference, 8:30 in the morning to 10:30. But he screwed up today; he fell asleep and uh, didn't didn't do a show. Oh, jeez! But he stays up like 12, 14 hours a day, and he does at least five days a week. Yeah. So these people are as committed as you are, getting the truth. That's why I'm doing this. Well, I got well yeah, you got to. Yeah, you have to. So, did you uh, have the, any other questions you can think of? Yeah, you there's were talking an about the number of dimensions, and there's, and there's an infinite number of universes. Yeah, you were talking, talking about the. Uh, base and, and excuse me, ours is silicon based, and now it's carbon based. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I was talking when you were. Go ahead. Uh, you were talking about the vaccines. You were talking about what vaccine
1: not to get—the uh, monkeypox one. Well, this is all a
0: pandemic it's planned to de- de- depopulate the planet. So, um, uh, yes. So the next phase will be the, the monkeypox, but what's inside of that is going to be absolutely freaking lethal. Oh. Uh, I know that, uh, with the AIDS, basically what they were doing, AIDS did not come out of Africa with, uh, monkeys that was developed at the university of Chicago, uh, in Illinois. And that was developed in 1972. Okay. And basically, Africa, in general, has been used, and parts of the Middle East have been used as a test ground to see how lethal the uh, carcinogens are. Uh, basically, where they they inject. Now, here's another thing you wouldn't know. With uh, we give our country gives away money because it's all in paper, but um, and it has no true value except for. Our positive belief psyche that believes it's of uh, uh, has actual worth, but what Bill Gates and Monsanto were doing is that all the countries in Africa that they give money to, eighty percent or more has to have the vaccine in which to receive these financial grants from the United States government. So basically, what what are they doing? They're vaccinating and killing off. Upwards of 80% of their population.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well. Street murder.
1: Yeah.
0: Basically, everything we've learned in life is a combination of lies, deceptions, disinformation, false truths, cover-ups, and uh, treachery.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: If that makes any sense to you.
1: Oh, yeah. Our government's
0: horrible.
2: They're horrible. Yep.
0: Well, at least you know how to cross into the fifth dimensional plane, Okay and uh, if you follow exactly my guidance you will ascend and bypass the controlled fourth. but you see no one would know that unless they were an analyst and had experienced it and i did
1: that's awesome
0: it's real i know it sounds beyond belief but it's factual and time is not a dimension it's a I'm man-made not. construct
1: yeah you know some of the stuff that
0: uh
1: <clears throat> we've experienced like Paranormal wise, uh, I I can believe everything. I, mm-hmm. I've seen things that I never thought were possible, and uh, they were possible. <laughs>
0: so, well, it's uh, like I, you had the girl on the I'm sorry, the woman on the other day, and I I think um, and how she was uh, being affected, like for a long, a good percentage of her life, how these basically interdimensional beings were attacking her, and how she was trying to protect herself. People in life, John and Don, shouldn't have to go through this. This no. is not what life was no. ever no. meant to be. Well, I no. feel so bad for her. What she what she has to do, but she's accepted the fact this is the only way that she can survive is by doing all these type of uh, uh, remedies to to abate uh, these these bizarre, whatever they called, interdimensional beings or or you know, but there is no limit to dimensions unfortunately this is what we never expected to experience and we've never been taught or told about any of this Go ahead. Yeah, i
2: mean 15 years she was dealing with that that's a long yeah. time that's crazy yeah and she's not the only one there's a
1: lot of other people out there uh, like i said the entity case with um spider she
0: experienced the same thing with with i'm sorry can you pre- say i'm 40 percent death from army helicopters from the Iroquois and and the Apache. I'm sorry, not Apache. The uh, uh, Blackhawk. Excuse me. UHC. There was
1: there was a uh, a case back in 1974 with a woman named Doris Byther who experienced the same kind of things
0: with these uh, uh, paranormal rapes. With these, uh, I think was that turned into beings. a movie because I saw a movie about something yes. like that.
1: Yes, yes, that. And was that's a movie. it.
0: And they yes. actually put her into like a uh, almost a like g- a movie. movie. A stage platform where they built uh, an artificial like bedroom set, and then put a cage over it, and it showed the whole thing rocking when the when they captured it, and it broke free of it. Yep, yep, that's a true story. Oh, I believe it. I know there's entities like this that exist beyond our our comprehensional realm, and basically, we just we have to do the best with what we can with what we know and how to defeat evil. That's true. So we're yeah. dealing with the worst evil now, and that is all governments are united, because here's how it works. The other governments, if they don't get in line, they don't get any money. I solved the majority of this on my own, being a, a, a <coughs> superior analyst in, in both the military and the government, and it works like this. And this is what the public doesn't know. And I'll give you just a quick rendition, since this interests you. Basically, World War II changed life forever, as we know it, forever. And it's, it's, it's uncorrectable and unretrievable. And how it worked is this. When uh, World War II broke out, there were 88 countries in Europe. There were four that were annexed, okay? And those, one example was Austria-Hungary, okay, for World War II. Right. And here's how this worked. The media has always been controlled, going back to basically the, the Gutenberg printing press of 1550. But the point is that what the media stated at that time <clears throat> that all, all three leaders of the world, and what you wouldn't know is this. Um, Franklin Donald Roosevelt, that's not his real name. It was Rosenfeld, R-O-S-E-N-V-E-L-T, okay? And uh, he came from the Dutch Jewish zionist house of orange in the netherlands okay and so did his uh uh great uncle teddy but the point is he winston churchill was another zionist jew his mother was a pure uh uh freak uh, uh and uh zionist and that uh, uh with Joseph stalin yosef stalin came from georgia and in georgian his name translates into i am a jew okay his given name, not no, Joseph Stalin. But the point is, their whole purpose is this. They were all distant cousins and of the Rothschild dynasty, extended family. And their whole purpose was to collapse the economies of Europe to a one world order. That was their whole purpose. And so World War II was absolutely created for that purpose. And that you, there were 88 countries, I said, and here's how it worked let's say you two are Spain and Portugal. Okay. And I'm the United States. They, what they did is there was in February 4th to February 11th of 1945, all three of those leaders met and they stated it was for the division of, for the spoils of, of war. That was a blatant freaking lie. They didn't meet to divide up Europe. What it was, was a cover for transferring world currency. Great Britain, the British pound sterling, had been the world currency for over 350 years. And all of history is based on Great Britain, all of it. And I have an excellent uh, essay I, I found, uh, not essay, but a video of uh, Dr. Alan Wilson, A-L-A-N Wilson. And he re- made the video. He's a professor at Cambridge with two other professors, uh, sisters, videotaped it in front of his fireplace in 1994. By now he's long passed on. But the point is he stated in 50 minutes and proved if you I can send that to you. And it's just fascinating. You will learn that all of history is based on Great Britain uh, of the Western world today. And that Great Britain in 800 A.D. rewrote history to uh, to um, state that they were Anglo-Saxon. Okay, that's a complete lie. He shows and proves that Great Britain actually is from Turkey.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, they're active. Yeah. Anyway, so where I'm going with this is that uh, there were 88 countries. Watch this. You're Spain and Portugal. I'm the United States. They, The three aligned and stated, because none of this is in, written in history, I had to figure this out myself, and it, everything fell into place. They stated that um, it was for the division of Europe. That was a lie. What it was was transferring world currency from Great Britain to the United States. That The three agreed to that. Those three leaders were not enemies. I have pictures where they're sitting together. If they were enemies, they would have security guards all over the place, and they wouldn't be sitting next to each other. Yeah. But I have pictures in. It was It was in. Uh, in uh, basically, um, uh, it was in what you call uh, Ukraine today. Okay. Anyway, it was called the Yalta uh, Treaty. Okay. Anyway, so here's how it worked. In 1945, uh, as of May of 1945, first off, they were dividing up the spoils of Europe. I want you to understand this clearly. They were dividing up supposedly the spoils of Europe. In February, the war in Europe wasn't over until May 8th, 1945. If you were holding a war, John and Don, wouldn't you wait until after the war to divide it up? Not during it?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. People just don't freaking wake up. So this is how it works. You here's everyone had to uh, basically as of 1945, they had to have United States dollars, U.S. dollars. So this is how it worked. You're Spain and Portugal. You had to surrender your national treasure, your gold bullion, and give it to us. And then the United States gave you to Spain and Portugal very pretty, elaborate colored paper. How about that? Pretty good deal, huh? Yeah, we really. give you paper and you give me gold. And then, yeah. when you needed more money, more gold—I'm sorry, more uh, currency to trade over the years, then you had to surrender more gold. We had the world's gold in below uh, uh, Building Seven in uh, New York City, but it was most of it was spent during Johnson's Cold War. Okay, and so that's how it worked. They divided it up, and so all the countries had to surrender their national treasure for the U S dollar, the paper dollar. Yeah. That's how yeah. it, how it went. And it's still going on today as such. And then in 1953, the United States government passed a law which stated that no independent, uh, agency could audit the United States government, that it had to be a federal agency that could only audit it. And here's what I've learned in the government and knowing how evil is. Anytime you use a federal agency, to investigate another federal agency, you're going to get a very predictable answer. You're going to get a falsehood. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Does that make sense? It
2: makes yeah. sense yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, I've probably taken up too much time, but it gives you an idea of what is really going on. Well, thank you, Chris. I
1: appreciate you coming on, man. That was very informative, and uh, yeah, thank you. you. Appreciate that. How much time do you have left on your show? Uh we got about uh, two minutes. <laughs>
0: I'll I'll hang up. But anyway, over and out. I uh, hope you learned something by what I explained. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thank thank you. You. That was okay, awesome. Okay, I'll thank see you man. again though. We'll be in yeah. we we'll in contact. Definitely
1: thank Later. you. Later. Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye, Goodbye. Chris. Wow,
1: that was awesome, man.
2: Yeah, it was. I've been,
0: um, um, that was, that was really informative and
1: he said a lot about that CERN. i was telling you man that, that they're doing stuff there that they ain't supposed to be doing man right i knew it yeah i knew it they're telling you you know that they're creating you know something that's safe but no no I knew no i knew it and it's that he explained exactly what i thought it was yeah. that they were opening up other dimensions and dangerous man dangerous stuff out here dude we really you know he touched on a lot of stuff that i thought, thought that, that that i knew that i had a feeling that was true and he definitely uh he touched on it and uh yeah. we're definitely gonna have him back on the show that was awesome man that was very oh, yeah. informative very informative very smart guy there and he's been around a long time <laughs> he has been around a long Seems time to be so. for sure yeah yeah That's awesome. Well, folks, we're going to wrap this up for tonight. Uh, We're going to get kicked off a pod being here in a few seconds. uh, Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us tonight. Thanks, Chris Wilson, for coming on the show and uh, giving us some informative information because that was very, very awesome. We loved it. And uh, stay tuned, folks. We're going to have more guests on uh, next week, and uh, we'll probably maybe do another live show Sunday night. So uh, stay tuned, and I uh, hope you guys have a good good weekend, and we will see you guys again real soon. All right, good night, all. everybody. Catch you all on the flip side.
2: That will conclude our broadcast of the Paranormal Journal podcast. Have a great night.